What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO Project, the MFCEO.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. Look to the future, but embrace our past. We study, we analyze, we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
like this. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Ah, good. Just, well, uh, fly racing, Big MX Radio podcast show. Really good and quite mellow right now. So I had a, I'm your host, Brad I've been getting more organized with, with my business and MX and able to make a little bit more money to hire some people to Dennis help Stapleton. me. Dennis Stapleton. Um, Dennis, how's it going? You know, I've never really pushed the rentals and all my stuff that hard because I wasn't 100% set up. And I didn't really want to try to take on more more than I could do, which most of us all do. I mean, I do that a lot with with work, and it costs me hours of typing at night or hours in the garage freezing my butt off this time of the year, but um, yeah, everything else is going good. Yeah, exactly. I, I imagine uh, uh, heated garages aren't exactly a thing in SoCal. Uh, yeah, you know, are, if you shut the door, much, it's not really that bad. Uh, trend I trend here in Manitoba. Never, um, never that bummed when that, it's cold. Uh, yeah, it's cold a here cold is actually December night in, uh, in I mean, California. Out of the um, six years I've lived in Southern California, we got snow one day. Um, you know, so it's never really that cold. But an AC unit in the garage during the summer is a must. Yes. Wow. Yes, absolutely. I would agree with that. Um, I've never been down in SoCal during the absolute summer. Um, honestly, I've always always just been there in the, either the late fall or uh, I was there last year in, in January. So um, safe to say I, I haven't experienced that sort of heat but uh, um, I've experienced the other side of that coin, which is uh, yeah, Winnipeg, for sure. Every time, Canada, every winters, time I see like which, the boys, uh, today like, was around minus fourteen Celsius, which I believe is it's got to be uh, and uh, it's got to be. Down, I came directly from uh, Dubai, zero for and you guys. so I didn't have any warm clothes. And uh, all my friends from Sweden were laughing their ass off at me. Um, I pretty much had a thin shirt and uh, a what I would call yeah. a dinner sweatshirt for AC and restaurants, but nothing really uh, for minus 30 or even a, a cool day coming from Dubai. So I definitely froze my ass off on that trip and had to go buy clothes. But uh, every time every time I see, like, people going to Finland or Denmark or even the German Supercross Series, I always uh, – really good memories, lots of fun trips I've had going to do all that stuff. If I was younger, I'd definitely be no going kidding. again. Um, but the cold, it reminds me of what cold's really about.
No kidding. Dennis, you are a, uh, a world traveler, uh, the renaissance man of motocross, maybe. A guy who has raced in, uh, on, I would, I would venture to guess probably every continent there is other than maybe Antarctica. Uh, and, um, and you've, you've taken your talents all over the place and, and done so at a high level. Um, and also been a representative for the sport, uh, in, 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 in um, all those places. Well, for me, it um, really teaches like, me to be thankful. Like, what would you say um, is, Sometimes I forget how well I have it. The sport, uh, being an industry uh, guy for so, years, my uh, bikes are uh, what I want to make them here. My bikes are really good. And, um, uh, you know, I always have the suspension that I want. My bikes are always fresh. My father helps me. Uh, sometimes being a factory rider in another country means, A, either you get a brand new bike in a crate and it came from the factory and it's stock, or you're getting someone's used practice bike to show up and race on. Um we were just over in India um, last week, and I took uh, Justin Musket and Brian Medeiros that lives at the Staple MX compound here. Um, I took them for their first out-of-country trip, and uh, they have 100% terrace over there, so bikes run around $20,000. Um, if you go three years back, they get a price break on stuff. So we are riding 2013 KTM 350s on the, on the trip. Um, they weren't bad bikes. It's just, uh, Jesus. It, it's a lot different because, you know, over here being in the media side and living in Southern California, we're already chasing down this 2018 and a half KTM 450 or, you know, we're, we're riding the new 18 Honda 250F that I haven't seen out to the public yet. I'm sure it's at dealers now or very shortly, but, uh, to take a step backwards to 2013 is, is a big jump. You know, I forgot what, what that bike had on it. I had to do some Google research and look at my notes from 2013 and see what gearing and, and things that, what clutches went in it and, uh, suspension settings that I can make good. Um, that bike came with the four CS fork. So pump some oil in there to help the bottoming control and the the best you could do over there. Um, you know, it's the seventh large, it's the seventh largest country. Um, it's the second largest in population. Um, they do have yep. a lot of manufacturers there, TVS, Hero. They have uh, two guys riding Dakar this year yeah. out of uh, Indian manufacturers. Um, I did do a hot lap on the TVS uh, motocross version bike, which is a Sherco. Um, it's an all-blue painted TVS. Um, a lot of cool guys from over there. Um, but overall, great experience, you know, uh, India is one of those places that makes you very thankful. People are kind over there. Traffic is chaotic. There's cows in the road, scooters. Um, it's amazing how much Suzuki vehicles, scooters, and stuff you see um, over there. Um, you know, 14 kilometers may take you two hours in traffic. So if you if you do get upset sitting in the car, India is probably not, not the place for you. Um, Smog up in Delhi uh, after our four-day trip of motocross. Um, we flew to Delhi to go see the Taj Mahal, and we rented a guide and got to go up and see the Taj Mahal, and the the smog is, is intense up there right now. You know, there's they burn lots of fires. Your eyes burn. Um, and then I, I, I made a mistake this year. I went off and uh, tried to book my own trip instead of having my Indian friends help me, and I booked a three-star Indian hotel. Well, that happened to be probably a 
minus two star American hotel. Um, I went for the bargain. I went for the bargain price. The hotel came with no toilet paper, no toilet seat, and no shower head. Um, but I had a locked room and somewhere to sleep. But it was a uh, bucket showers and uh, quite weird. entertaining. Um, the the Pune, the Pune Supercross guys, you know, they always put us up, take good care of us. Um, a lot of the Marriott and the restaurant, the places that you are over there, it, it's it's a good place to get a break. They have good food. Um, didn't really experience. Wow. It was my second trip to India, so I didn't didn't really want to experience too much spicy food this trip. Um, I left that for the first trip. Um, we had a couple South Africans. We had a German named Daniel Sudlack that is uh, living actually in Carlsbad area. He trains lots of foreign riders. He spends a lot of time in Africa. Um, does a lot of similar stuff just not on the media side like me. Um, we've, cro- we've crossed paths in Malaysia, Philippines, Kuwait, um, finding niche races. Um, so it's someone that I've seen over the last 10 years doing the same thing as me from another country over in Germany and uh, ends up moving within an hour and a half of me, and we became pretty good buddies. So it's, uh, it's funny where motocross takes you. Yeah, for sure. You know, on the India trip was my 37th birthday. Absolutely. Um, and you've been doing 15th. this for a, lo- a long time, so man. You're, no, was, you're uh, no spring chicken. Um, trip, uh, but safe to say um, you, can, you can probably keep this up for quite some time. I just have to prepare uh, a little more that I'm older. It's not, uh, not that you can't go fast. It just depends on stress levels, what Very work has in line for you. Um, I like bad food, so if I'm not getting ready for a race, I'm, I'm at In-N-Out Burger or enjoying fluffy pancakes at Denny's. If I have a goal, if I have a goal in mind, then, then I do put work in and, uh, I've stayed better at realizing your age. You can't miss as many months, not exercising. So the last year racing Loretta's and coaching more kids, I've, there you go. And having more people at my compound, um, in Southern California, I've done a lot better eating good and staying on track as far as chasing the kids around and making it, making it what it is. So safe to say that if you have a, a, a goal in mind, if there's a, an event that you want to be in, in shape for uh, on the on the horizon, it's a lot easier to uh, drive past in an outburger. Yeah, if I stop it in now, we're getting say, two of those World Champions kind of coming, championships so, coming up, or uh, or Loretta's no, coming up. Sure, you know, uh, you might stop. Accident, you might get uh, a double right double. And, uh, um, I got well, hit by a rock in the size, lower uh, leg that needed six stitches. And it really uh, bone bruised my leg severely bad, and the swelling was bad. So I'm still dealing with that. I'm going down to Icon Sports and uh, Icon Sports Medicine with Eddie Casillas and Tom and uh, doing physical therapy twice a week there and uh, trying to work on my leg that I've always had a little giddy-up in my uh, walk. So they're really helping me loosen my hip up and things that I just didn't really notice till I hurt my lower leg and uh, working on getting just my right leg stronger and so I'm able to race 
into my late forties and take kids around the world racing and, uh, make sure I get to have all the fun I can. Well, there you go, and you, you, you're you're pretty damn good at having fun. I might I I've got to say, my friend, uh, anyone who would follow you on social media, who uh, who if, and if they don't, they need to follow. Start follow, following you, Stapo. But uh, um, the, like just the the love for motocross and the love for the culture is really evident, and uh, it gets you into some pretty cool spots. You, you whether you're traveling, whether yeah, you're sure. uh, riding you know, the the latest uh, and greatest, or uh, most likely putting some time on the brand new factory edition um, Husqvarna that came out up in this the Bay evening. Area when I was younger, um, you're you're always busy. You're always making something happen, with. and uh, um, it's it's pretty cool. And to then see. over the years, the the riding went away up there. I mean, it, it's still up there. You got to go a little bit. You know, you have 408 in San Jose. You have Club Moto in Livermore. And then you have Zeb Armstrong's facilities up up in Northern California that are really good. But that was three hours from my house. So I could either go three hours north to Sacramento or I could go five hours south and be to Southern California. So I always ventured more towards Southern California, you know, and the industry was down here. Uh, and knowing that I can make main events and – do that kind of stuff as a kid, I knew that was never going to be enough to pay the bills. So how could, how could I get a job? How could I get a job so I could keep racing? And then after, after a little while, uh, you learn that before social media and all that, you had to be involved in the industry to be able to travel and race. Nowadays, social media has made the contact easy for someone to find a race in Africa or a race in Denmark or uh, when I first started a long time ago, you had to get an invite from a distributor, someone like Bob Rathkamp at Garnet, which helped me start, would uh, say, hey, Finland has a race or Denmark has a race. My uh, distributor talked about it. And then you would reach out to them by email, and then you would get invited, which when you got invited by people, created more show-up money, um, less people traveling. Nowadays, the uh, the international racing market's quite flooded. Not as bad as motocross schools, but it's uh, quite quite heavily traveled throughout the world from Europeans coming here, Africans, Filipinos, uh, South America's heavily coming up to the training facilities in uh, South Florida and Georgia and all those places. So it's it's cool to see on social media. For sure, and, and like there, there is always like, kind of an endless supply of races to go to. But uh, obviously, nowadays, uh, especially with uh, there being, I'd say probably maybe a little bit less money in the sport uh, at, at the either the local level or even the national level, uh, a lot of these uh, mid-level privateers, um, even more than the, the the lower level privateers, are are jet setting. They're they're heading out. Guys like Alex Ray, guys like uh, the Antic Naps, they're uh, they're heading either whether it's to Canada, Finland, the German Supercross. Yeah, for series, sure. You know, the, been, uh, the money has dwindled series, really, really late bad. 90s. Um, um, more and more races are taking, money uh, taking those opportunities because there is money to be made there. And uh, if you can see the world and make like, money doing it, uh, hey, why not? competition's been hard. 
but there used to be a lot more niche races you could find in Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Philippines, uh, Argentina, Chile. Um, I've been down to cool places like St. Martin's, Dominican Republic. That stuff was more unique. Now it's, uh, now it's pretty littered with people going everywhere. For sure. Yeah, for uh, sure. Absolutely. It's good. I mean, it, it just it, seems the kids like, can experience uh, um, and, uh, people are just taking, taking they try to do a good on job advice, man, or do their job while they're there and have fun and, there is, uh, uh, represent America. Um, and all those racers taking up all those races. Remember that, that they were to. hired for a job. Sometimes maybe the money's low. I've heard people going places for 500, 700. Some riders get 2,000. But as long as you go there and put on, ride the best you can and be safe and then have your fun afterwards, usually they're pretty stoked on you. Um, sometimes it's hard for the higher level riders if they go somewhere and they get a shitty bike, um, their motivation isn't as high. Um, it's, it's hard to go certain places if you're expecting too much. Yes. Oh, for sure. Like, I think going into it, uh, you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt and roll with the punches a little bit. Uh, um, I'm sure not just a stock motorcycle is the worst you're going to run into. Um, probably um, a bike that's in more than just in disrepair. I would say what, what would you say? Like, uh, you probably know the name who was or what, uh, uh, like, what event it was no that? Uh, but what, what was the time sure when my, you maybe uh, uh, rolled sure into a situation where like, the bike the is at its absolute worst? Um, just... I wouldn't say that I've ever had any really awful bikes. Uh, tires have been probably the worst part of the bikes. Um, they never are washed. Okay. Like we would hope. People always seem to suck dirt in them. You're always nervous riding someone else's bike. But um, nowadays, the, the people that are riding, like if you're in South America, the, the people that are riding have uh, spent a, quite a bit of money on, on bikes. You know, the 50% import tax and stuff. Yeah, $18,000 down there. So if someone has two or three bikes down there, um, they're pretty knowledgeable on the sport. Um, and, and yeah, and then, you know, dealers are, are even better outside of our realm. You know, they, uh, they have to have more parts in stock because yeah, if you're exactly, in yeah. Kuwait and in the, in the you need a shifter at that point, it's, not going to just appear magically, you know, in Southern California, if Temecula Motorsports doesn't have a shifter, I drive to Langston. If Langston doesn't have it, I'm at Malcolm Smith. Malcolm Smith doesn't have it. I'm on to the next shop. So, you know, you're, it's easy to find parts here, but yeah, usually I have a pretty good care bag package of stuff that I bring. I bring brake pads, chains, sprockets, tires, um, air filter, levers, usually are always in my yeah. gear bag, zip ties, duct tape, all that kind of stuff. Kind of like a little travel package, making sure that, uh, you have what you need when you go places.
Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. In motorsports, the action pulls us in, and often we never get close enough to the exhilaration and athletes that amaze us. Although trackside seats are available, nothing gets you closer to motocross and supercross action than the collective experience. Dave Drakes has created an exclusive opportunity to get you closer to the sport you love so much. If you want an all-access experience with Adam or Tyler Entick-Knapp, Henry Miller, John Ames, or even the cat, AJ Catanzaro, you need to check out the collective experience today. The collectivexp.com, as well as the collective ex on Instagram, is where you can find the collective experience. Do so immediately. The collective experience. Nobody gets you closer. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, Big MX listeners, it's time for another commercial break. Please listen carefully to these, and we'll be right back to the show. Thanks. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA. All things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. 
Traction MX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one of a kind. The reason why they're one of a kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-pack of tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. For sure, you got to be prepared. And for a guy who's been doing it for a while, you you, you probably know better than most. Um, when when it comes to traveling with uh, young riders and stuff like that, what uh, what kind of things do you tell them before they go into a situation like that? Do you kind of let them make their own mistakes as far as uh, uh, not bringing things along, or do you uh, do you kind of lend a hand and and give them a Cole's notes on what they might um, might encounter once uh, going off to a far distant land where um, the comforts of home aren't necessarily there so to speak um well most of the kids that i brought the hardest part is extra baggage and flying it depends on how much money they want to spend i brought really good kids to countries and we've gone there for a purpose and it's no big deal to have two or three hundred dollars in extra baggage fees um and then i brought other kids where we're going to shows or events and they don't have money to bring extra tires and a fresh clutch and brake pads and all that good stuff. You know, it's pretty expensive if, if they're only getting a thousand dollars show up money plus a flight and you bring five or $600 in parts, it, uh, it really cuts down on the cost, but safety, I'm always a hundred percent on the safety with the kids. Uh, because sometimes international hospitals, they're, they're probably really good, but they're quite scary when it's not your country. So yeah, safety, totally. like I always make sure, like the boys that came with me on this last trip, every one of us had a chain. Um, things that could hurt you, for sure, I, I have in a bag. And even if I got to pay for it for them, we have we have that stuff. Um, obviously, you're not going to put a piston in a four-stroke or things like that, but make sure to bring you. I always have T-handles, make sure calipers are staying on. Chains are good. Um, just that kind of stuff you, you just try to oversee. We always have a group. You need to know your blood type. Um, I have a book. Usually when I go, I have 
three contacts for each person that's with me, brother, sister, mom, whoever it is in case of emergency, um, to contact them. And then usually you talk to the promoter and make sure they know what's going on. Luckily, the worst situation I've been in is a broken lower leg traveling with people. So um, we were able to get that straightened out and get back to the USA. Boom. That, that's just, uh, yeah, that's how you roll, man. Uh, like, I, I'm, I'm impressed that you've, uh, uh, put so much thought into, uh, basically just, t- uh, literally crossing the T's and dotting the I's as far as, uh, like preparing yourself to go to those different places. I'm sure there's probably some lessons learned along the way. Um, as far as, uh, like race promoters and, and, and guys that, uh, you've worked with in the past, uh, who are some of the, uh, like, who, like if you were to suggest, um, any up and coming young riders who, uh, are kind of at the privateer level, um, where would you, where would you suggest they start to even get into some of these races? Because I, I talked to a lot of guys out there, um, your, your Logan Carnows of the world, your, uh, your Cheyenne Harmons of the world who, uh, don't know where to begin as far as going overseas. Well, probably one of, one of my favorite promoters. It's always been an awesome guy. Niels Bomer, um, runs Supercross in Denmark. It's actually February 3rd and 4th this year. And they're always, uh, looking for riders because it's during the start of the Supercross series over here. Um, right. They, they have really good riders there, and the track's quite big there. Um, but Niels and the whole team are always really polite, uh, always paid. Um, and then you have someone like Eric Pennard, which does Bercy, Geneva, Endurocross. Um, he, he's looking for riders to bring, but you have to be more at the high level. You have to be a, making Supercross main events. Um, you have to catch. To get the bigger events, you have to be doing pretty good here. Um, okay. but there is a lot of one, there is a lot of one-off races, um, to go do and get your feet wet. Um, pretty much if you haven't qualified for Supercross or national main event, it's, uh, makes it a lot tougher. If, if you qualify, they can Google you, your name pops up. They can go to Racer X Bolt, find you in there. Um, usually by the time you've done that, you've done amateur races, your name is somewhere to be found. Yeah, um, totally. There's a few guys around that um, I've had some parents flag me down and they've paid money to go and we've taken people and kind of like coming to America and doing the bike rental thing. Uh, we've turned that around and I've taken kids racing, but it's it's not cheap. But if you believe in your kid and you wanted to go ride a, a national in Europe or do something, it, it can be done, but it's definitely going to cost you. For sure. Hey, we got you. Got to pay to play, my friend. This is uh, it's motocross after all. Not too many people get into it to to make money. At least not off the not off the hop. But uh, um, so in, in the rearview mirror is the uh, is the World Vet uh, Championships. Uh, were were you on the gate this year? I, b- I believe you were. Uh, I, I don't remember hearing about your particular results for that. So uh, what, what was the story over there? Uh, no, so the Thursday prior to the event, I got smashed in the leg with a rock. That's right. Um, and I had uh, I had 10 Brazilians and two Ecuadorians over here renting bikes from me. And uh, uh, with Jody breaking his arm with the MXA gang, I had my plate pretty full. So um, I was barely walking. My leg was pretty bad. So I was riding a, a DRZ-125L around all week. So I had a little Suzuki pit bike. Um, and then working with my, my 
my crew and the MXA guys and uh, my buddy from Sweden that brought some guys from Australia and stuff. We were all pitted together because we got a freak storm and it rained. Um, I still couldn't even get my leg in a boot, so it wasn't worth riding around trying to get 10th to 15th or just say I rode the event. Um, I had put a lot of work in since Loretta's to try and get that last podium spot or be a top five guy this year. So I didn't, when I hurt myself, the interest went away really quick. There it is. Yeah, so, no, totally. But, um, and like that's that's a that's a race that people uh, circle on their calendar. I know my dad wants to go there next year, and uh, he's pretty excited about it. Yeah, it's it's grown. You know, it, it was a bummer about Tom White this year. Um, he was always totally. a big enthusiast. Um, I know multiple countries are flying over. All the rental groups are full. Uh, I already have booking for eight people for next year. The same group of Brazilians that come for four years. They rent my guest house. We get them bikes. Uh, they do the rental car thing for fun. And then I have my crew prep bikes, usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There's nonstop dirt bikes at Glen Helen. The foreigners really love it. Um, the race is unique. They got a lot of classes. Um, the 50, I would say the 50, 50, 40 classes are still the biggest, the entry level classes. Um, Kurt Nicole, Doug Dubach, those guys in the 50 class were hauling the mail this year. Um, it was impressive to watch them. And then, you know, you had obviously the 30 class with Jason Potter being the new guy, um, surprising people, uh, running with Brown and Brett Metcalf. Um, those were some big names to come swinging out in the 30 class. Um, Mike Salida rode really well, just in the mud, got a bad start, just things happen. Um, Eric Swan was up there. Benny Breck, which is a Honda R&D kid, rode amazing the first moto. And then just cool to see the Japanese, the Brazilians, the Mexico. Mexico rents the whole semi from Tony Alessi, um, okay. the smart top semi. So they have a really nice display um, set up, and it's just cool to see all – it's a really serious but fun event. A lot of the old guys will talk, and it's uh, it's, it's growing, and it's really cool to see where it's come over the years. No kidding. It's, it's uh, uh, like, uh, you don't want to make it called a bucket list, but it is like, for a lot of you, it's a bucket list event. People want to come down to SoCal. They put their knobbies in uh, in, in the same track that you probably uh-huh. get tired of spinning laps at uh, Glen Helen, but people put that on their, their calendar, and they want to go to it. And, uh, and uh, it's awesome for me that, that there's guys like you who take that opportunity to uh, make that experience that just that much better for those who, uh, like, want to come down and do that because uh it it really rolls out the red carpet for people who uh couldn't otherwise uh drive across the country to do it or just drive uh down to california and and get that thing done so um that's a huge service that you provide to people and uh it's it's no surprise that you've already got eight bookings for next year and uh and hopefully you and i can talk about maybe getting uh getting uh a bike ready for uh for my dad to come down because he'll be 61 next year and uh i think he's even going to bring an orange helmet along with him yeah for sure you know it's uh it's just one of those events day in the dirt one helen um all i could suggest to people is if they're coming to rent bikes you know there's tons of rental companies in southern california you can google them find them find your niche that you like bringing people to race is always hard because not everything it's not their bike it's not perfect you can take people riding all week long and never have a complaint 
you can take people racing and there's a million excuses or complaints and you could even give them a brand new bike. So it's, uh, racing's always a little bit harder on the workers. It's good when people win and have good trips. Uh, normally the weekly trips are, are the most fun. Um, one day, two day trips. Everyone's usually here to have fun. There's no stress. No one's up at four thirty or five in the morning, but, uh, it's always a good time. Well, there you go, man. Well, uh, what's on the horizon? What's uh, uh, what, what do you got cooking, my friend? I know you got uh, you've always got something on the go, whether it be knobby shop, whether it be uh, bike pro uh, project bikes. Um, you are a busy guy. What's 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 on the horizon for you? Um, well, my dad's been really busy at knobby shop. I actually have three new Cobras and a TM eighty five that I got to uncrate tomorrow and get ready for. Uh, kids i think that are coming for the ryan villapoto cup um i know tom shields has been been busting his butt to get ready for this ryan villapoto cup at uh paula on new year's um we have a big group of kids i have some colombians uh, a bunch of boys from chile um staying at my compound now um that kelly andrews which used to be uh, a northern california fast pro um back in the rodney smith days Went over to Brazil and Argentina to race, married an Argentinian lady, and he's lived there ever since. So now he brings a lot of South Americans to my, uh, to my house. And, uh, so he's got a big group of boys staying at my compound right now, getting ready to race the Ryan Villapoto Classic, which will be awesome. Um, and then the two amateur days at Supercross. Um, you have Anaheim too, and you have Phoenix. So we got, uh, we got our plates full with customers coming, uh, the weekly riders. And then for me, uh, if I finish the deal this week, I'm trying to go February 23rd to ride the beach race in Argentina. Uh, it's been a big bucket list of mine my whole life. Uh, we finally have the opportunity to make it happen this year. And then I'll stay there for the GP of Argentina. And, uh, that, that's the next big one on my bucket list. Um, other than that, build bikes, test bikes, and uh, get ready for the beach race. It's uh, something I haven't got to do, so got to put a little extra work in for that one. No In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, no, uh, no animal style, no, uh, no cheese fries happening that on uh, leading up to that. Um, but uh, no, that's going to be an awesome uh, event for you. I'm looking forward to seeing. I believe this is the second annual. Uh, Ryan Villapoto um, uh, Classic, or, or uh, is is what's is, is second year, third year? Second year? No, it will actually be the first year. So oh, Tom they, Shields they didn't have it first, last year? Okay. No, they had the California Classic. Okay. So, and California Classics run by two X Promotions. They have the Road to Mammoth Series, California Classic. They do the Loretta Qualifiers and Mammoth Mountain. Mammoth Mountain's a huge bucket list for people as well. Uh, classes fill up. Um, obviously, the C classes are hard to get into, but that weekend's amazing there. If no one's done it. I recommend they do it. Um, Tom Shields has helped promote uh, Texas Nationals. Um, he's been around a long time, done a good job with his races. This is the very first Ryan Villapoto uh, classic. Um, as we've all seen, Ryan Villapoto has been uh, out and about riding more, doing more stuff, staying in Southern California. Uh, we actually had the opportunity to rip his two-stroke around. I rode it around not very well, 
uh, still a little injured, but I couldn't pass up riding his bike. Uh, had Daryl Eklund start it for me and rode around a couple laps of Glen Helen. Quite a quite a great experience. No kidding. That's an old, uh, if, to my understanding, that is an old stew bike. If I'm not uh, maybe not all parts, but there are stew. That is an old uh, James Stewart uh, race bike, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there, there's a lot of unique and cool parts on it. It was, uh, from what I believe, it was a gift for Villapoto. Um, Daryl Eklund and Jody are working on the story. Um, we'll have a bunch of information in Motocross Action Mag. If you're interested in reading about Villapoto's bike, that will be coming out very shortly. Um, I didn't get to all the details. I was just excited that I got to throw my leg over it and say I rode the bike for a couple laps. There you go. Well, yeah, I would be excited as well, my friend. Uh, anytime you can get on a KX252 stroke is good times. Now, uh, um, it's, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Like, you, your, 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 your wealth of knowledge within the sport is, uh, pretty much, I don't know, I, it's, it's, it's hard to, hard to beat, honestly. Um, but, uh, if you could, uh, give us a little bit more information on the Nobby Shop. Where can they find more information and, uh, and, and the kind of the services, uh, and products that you guys provide? Yeah, so uh, we're based in Lake Elsinore, California. Um, it's me and my father. We own Nobby Shop and Staple MX. My dad's a Cobra TM dealer. We also have Ossets. Um, my dad deals with a lot of the kids selling bikes, parts. Um, we go to, you know, Paris on Tuesday nights. We go to a lot of the Trans World. We go to 2X Mammoth, all, all the races. We were at Loretta's this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot of bikes. And then included in that, we have the LLC that's combined with my Staple MX and Nobby Shop. Um, we have 12 rental bikes right now. Um, we have a guest house that we put people in. Um, there's a million different packages. I have customers that buy bikes, come here, and we build high-end race bikes. And then I have entry-level people that want to learn how to ride. I have some DRZ Suzuki's and TTR 125s, first-time people. We supply gear. Uh, do entry level cones, all that kind of stuff, all the way to um, fast kids wanting to come ride supercross. So there you go. It's kind of working on uh, working on making it grow without taking on too much. Um, I have a little website, Staple MX Nobby Shop. It's quite minor. Um, most people know me by word of mouth. Um, they track me down through Facebook or my Instagram. Um, but by 2018, Monster Cup will be up and going. That that was the goal a long time ago was to really start pushing uh, 2018 Monster Cup. Um, more rentals, more schools. Um, I actually try to stick away from doing the one-on-one schools. I like doing the travel schools, uh, fly to foreign countries, do schools, even fly different states in California, do motocross schools take on a group of 10 people, um, do a few days, get some culture, eat different food. So overall, just uh, slowly growing the business. Um, I still do in the Weissco Pro X, JE stuff for race-winning brands, uh, and then doing the motocross action stuff. My plate's pretty full, and a lot of it's fun, and get to involve dirt bikes all day long. Can't be that bad. No doubt, man. You, like, uh, yeah, it's cool. He's, m- most would say you're, you are living the, the dream. Uh, if you need to be contacted via email, stapo, knobby shop at gmail.com, uh, head over to the website yep. at triple w dot, 
um, StapoMX.com. And uh, if they don't already follow you on social media, you are easily found on, on Instagram at StapoMX. And uh, you're a great follow, man. Um, can, e- easy to keep up on all things that, uh, that you're doing as far as uh, the bike builds, the races, uh, the travel. It's all on there. And uh, I encourage everyone who uh, is a fan of motocross to do so because uh, you're a great contributor to sport. You're a great ambassador to it. And uh, you continue to do so, my friend. Yeah, thank you. You know, uh, I, I try. I try to do the best I can and uh, have a good showing for the kids and uh, make sure that I point people in the best direction of my knowledge and just try to have a good time. Awesome. That's great, man. Well, uh, like I said, I really appreciate the time. Uh, we enjoy every time you're able to make time for us here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show and uh, and hope that uh, shedding light on the things that you're doing uh, allows the, you to continue to do what you do because uh, I think that it's good for the sport. But, uh, yeah, man, I, like, I'll let you get on with the rest of your evening. You're a couple hours behind me, so there's still a lot of time where you can uh, work in the shop before the, the night is out. But uh, I really appreciate it tonight, man. Yeah, no problem. I'll have to bug you later in the year and uh, get you to find a bike for Gopher Dunes or one of the Canadian Nationals. I'll Easy. come up and suffer. You could be the mechanic. Absolutely. Let's get so. that together, man. Uh, absolutely. Well, let's get the, the wheels in motion to get you up to a Canadian National. Uh, that is for sure. Um, don't hang up just yet there, man. But for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there. Awesome. Thank you.